Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This video is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NBA season is in full swing, and you can get into the action at DraftKings. Check out DraftKings Parlays and Same Game Parlays, where you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a shot at an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings app now. You can use promo code BULLYBALL when you sign up. All one word, B-U-L-L-Y, ball. You can do it. I know you can do it. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Welcome to Bully Ball, presented by DraftKings. I'm Rachel Nichols. That is DeMarcus Cousins. And can you tell from my festive attire book, this is our holiday show, our Christmas show, because <laughs> we won't be with everyone next week. So uh, we're doing a little uh, extra bonus show for you guys. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this week's games, look ahead to the Christmas games, which are always a good slate. And uh, I don't think I can start bug without talking about John Moran because man in his first game no rust 34 points that game winning shot which was ridiculous and he's gonna have the chance to show off again the next game they play is against the Pacers which means matching up with another young guard in the league Mr. Tyrese Halliburton um I, I just I, I can't wait to see these two go at it and I think I think some people forgot about how good Jaw was, as impossible as that is to believe. But so many people after that first game were like, oh, man, oh, yeah, John Morant. It's a different time than we're in. And um, one, one thing that's for certain is if you're a star, you're going to shine regardless. No matter how much they try to dim your light, no matter how much mud they throw in your name, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, John Morant is him. You know, we've, we've seen this time and time again. Uh, Amen. You know, Obviously, he went through his, you know, his little adversity, trials mm -hmm. and tribulations, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, hopefully he's on. I the mean, they're mistakes. They're self-inflicted. But, yes, mm -hmm. he learned from them, hopefully. And now he's back to prove it to everyone. Yeah. Let's get back to what he's great at, which is playing basketball. Let's get back to what he loves, which is this game. And um, he went out and showed that he showed the world that he is a star. He is a star. Yeah. Regardless of the circumstances. So uh, I'm glad to have him back on the floor. I'm glad that he's able to go out and show his talent. Um, go be the superstar that you are, and let's move past all the bullshit. So uh, yeah, that was well. a great showing in his first game. Um, I spoke on it earlier in the week. I don't believe there will be rust. <laughs> he, yeah. He'll come out and be You said it, but you were like, he's, he's 24 years old. <laughs> this is a, he can roll out of bed and do this. So uh, he, he came out and he proved that. So uh, this is a great time for him to show his his growth as a, a young man, a leader, uh, yes. a superstar in this league. He can show that, you know, he has learned from his past mistakes. And um, this is just about him moving forward and continuing to be a star. So uh you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the performance that he was able to, you know, display to the world. And like I said, this is his chance to keep moving forward. So, you know, kudos to him. 
Well, look, speaking of 24-year-olds who can just roll out of bed and apparently drop 34 spectacular dunks, um, producer Nate and I were talking after we were talking about Ja about, okay, so now that he has reminded everyone he is one of the top players in the league, um, what about the top players under 25? And uh, Nate was trying to sneak Jason Tatum in there. Jason Tatum is 25. We cannot include him in this list. So I wanted to ask you, especially with John Morant and Halliburton about to knock head-to-head and go against each other, who are your top five players under 25? They can be big men, guards, whoever. Top five? That is tough. There's so many young, talented I know. Um well, obviously, Luca's in that conversation. Yes, you have to throw Luca leads that, that conversation. conversation. He he could be the whole conversation. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely. Uh, Anthony Edwards has to be in that conversation. Amen. Yep. Um, how old is Shay? Is Shay twenty five and under? I think he's older. I don't know. I'm pretty older? sure he's older. Uh, he's old and wizened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's so 25, 25 years old, uh, so, you know, couldn't possibly be included Tyrese here. Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton okay. has to be in that conversation. All right, um, so, so far, you've got Luca and Halliburton. I assume you've got Durant, uh, John Morant, right? Oh, John Morant, obviously, yes, has to be. Right? Okay, Get so that's John four. Sure. That's four, and we, we, we got one more. Um, so let me, let me give you some oh, names no. for your last slot. You've got Tyrese Maxey. You've got Zion, you've got Paolo, you've got Wemby. Zion. Who Zion. you put? Doesn't, can't go past Zion. Zion Winston, yes. And regardless of, you know, what the narrative around his name is right now, this guy has – he's proven that he's a star in this league from the day he stepped in. Obviously, it's been a little inconsistent with, you know, the, you know, the bullshit circulating around his name, but the talent is there. He's a star, and he's proven it since walking in, so – I round that top five off of those guys. See, I don't know, man. I think you've got to be consistent if you're going to be in one of these lists, right? I mean, we're about to talk about all-star voting, and there's guys who are great mm-hmm. players, like legendary players, who might not make my first team all-star ballot because they just haven't been consistent this season, right? They haven't been playing as much, or when they have, it's been a little bit choppy. Tyrese Maxey has been there for that team in a way that nobody expected. He's exceeded expectations. He's allowed Joel Embiid to do what he does. Um, it, it's really just changed the calculus of the entire team. So I'm putting Maxey in there instead of Zion. And, you know, we can fight about that. But I feel like I feel like right now he is more valuable to his team. Is this based off one season or is this based off – well, that's a good point. Well, I mean, career. then you can't really have Halliburton in there if you're if you're saying it's like lifetime that's body valid. work. That's valid. That's valid. So, um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could. I guess if you add certain things to it, it's going to always move the criteria or, or kind of move the goals. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's valid. That's valid. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid. <laughs> My you know, my favorite line, it's top five, not top seven. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of all-star voting, <laughs> we'll get Rondo back. We'll discuss that with him. Um, voting has just started. For the people out there, let's give them some advice, Bogue, on who they should vote for. Um, I'm going to ask you to make your choices. Let's start in the mm-hmm. East because it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you got in the East? And remember, all-star voting is, yeah, and it's not positionless yet. 
which I've been lobbying the league to make it positionless because they play positionless. And some guys are weirdly listed at two positions, but some guys aren't and it messes everything up. So I'm, I'm, I'm still on that train. Let's make it positionless. But until then, right, you've got two forwards, a center and two guards. All right. Well, we're going to start off with the guy I believe should be MVP once again this year with Joel Embiid. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a given. Um, at the four spot, I hate to, you know, what you say, put names on the positions. But at the four, we're going to put Giannis. At the yep. three, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. Yeah. Now, this is where Solid. it starts to get a little tricky in the East. I know. The guards, right? The guards. Uh, it's it's kind of <laughs> up and down. But uh, I think the right decision would be Donovan Mitchell mm. at the two. And my guy, Dame Dollar, starting at the one. I'm going to go with that as the East. I think that's, I think that's valid. How do you feel about that, Rachel? See, this is hard for me because I always say I vote for the All-Star game a little different than I vote for, like, All-NBA at the end of the year. All-NBA to me is, like, what did you do this season? How was your season? You know, it changes every year. Sometimes guys are in and then out of my ballot, you know, from year to year, that kind of thing. For All-Star... I do like to take into account it's the all-star game, right? Like Mm -hmm. there is something about the wattage of the star and sort of what they can do and more of that lifetime achievement element to me. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm good with your picks. Both Tyrese's, (laughs) I feel, deserve that first starting spot, you know, Maxie and Halliburton. But if I'm a fan watching the All-Star game and I see the court out there with, like, physically all of these stars of the league, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard, like, belongs in that discussion, right? I mean, it's just sort of – it's a tougher – it's it's tougher to figure out. All-Star is a popularity contest. So, I mean, you got to take that into account as well. If if we're going popularity right now, not based on, you know, uh, performance or or skill – if you take Damian Lillard and Tyrese Maxey, I think it's going to always go with Damian Lillard. So right. um, you got to take that into account as well. Yeah, and it is partly performance. Like, I'm not throwing performance out, but Dame has obviously performed so well. Like, you know, obviously that team has had some growing pains as their new team getting put together. Um, you know, the Suns have had growing pains, but when you get to the West, I'm certainly putting KD in there. Um, but Absolutely. that being said, like – Lillard has done exactly what they wanted him to do there, which is be a closer, organize them in the last five minutes of games where they were a mess um, and be the guy. Cause sometimes a big man can't be the guy to do that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm, my list was different before I came on here with you book, but you've convinced me. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I got you on the under 25. You got me on all-star. Give me your Western conference all-stars. Cause this is about to get very tricky. Yes. It's going to get a little tricky. Um, Let's see what Wes. We got to start with the big fella in Jokic. Mm-hmm. At the four, I'm going to go LeBron James. Mm-hmm. At the three, I'll go Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. For the two, I'm going to say Luka Doncic. Yep. For the one, man, I got to go with Shea. Got to okay. go with Shea. Yeah. Got to go with Shea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I like that list. That's basically my list. You know, my struggle uh, was Steph Curry and Devin Booker. Oh, um, oh. Right? Man, Steph, I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, Steph Curry. 
Best. So then I kind of go back to the all-star thing and he's had a tremendous <laughs> exactly. season. I know the Warriors have sucked, but like <laughs> he's been incredible. So it's kind of the KD principle, like, but then again, I don't know, winning has to be count for something. So do you put yes. Shea in there or, you know, put some of the other guy? I don't know. It's very complicated. I have difficult feelings. Back to this. It still goes back to this, Reza. It's still a popularity contest at the end of the day. So Okay, so you flip in Steph and Shea? I could be, I could be very much Shea? wrong. I think Steph, Steph will always get voted in over Shea, regardless of right. who performs better. Like, Steph right. is one of the faces of this league. He's been that for the past decade. So yeah, you can't, you can't but, ignore that fact. Um, I could be wrong. I, I, I could replace Shea right now with, with Steph. I, I think Steph takes that spot. I, I was wrong on that. <laughs> Well, again, it's not all NBA. Like, people are going to quibble with this in the comments. I appreciate that. We want your comments. But, like, right. to me, there is a difference in the way you vote for this versus mm -hmm. all NBA or some of the end-of-season awards. You know, it's so funny you keep saying it's, it's a popularity contest. Like, I had someone arguing with me last year, and they're like, well, it's not like it's a popularity contest. I'm like, it's exactly what it is. That is exactly, <laughs> exactly what the All-Star game is. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. So <laughs> there is something about that. And I love the fact that, you know, the NBA is a star-driven league. I mean, mm -hmm. it, that – you look at what the stars have been doing so far in this season and they've been shining, man. And you look at, you know, I watch plenty of football and sure there's individual players we all watch, but it's not the same. Like it's just the NBA is about the stars. That is the thing that draws people in. So I think for the all-star game, you know, it's okay to rely on that a little bit more. And then when you vote for all NBA at the end of the year, or any of the end of season awards, you can rely on the other thing. Now, of course, the end of season awards, they have to hit 65 games, which don't get me started on that. I think that's ridiculous, but well, it's a conversation for later in the yearbook. We'll get to that. Right. Yes, we will. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yes, we I want to I talk about a game on Wednesday night. The Bulls and Lakers were playing in what I like to call the Zach Levine Invitational, even though he wasn't on the court, um, because it has been so heavily rumored that the Lakers are going to trade for Zach Levine. I'm surprised they didn't just take him home in a duffel bag on the plane. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous, the chatter around these two teams. But there's also reporting coming out of L.A. that, yes, there is a heavy consideration to Levine. But if you look at the two other pieces on the Bulls that might be available for trade, DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso, who definitely LeBron James and several other people around the L.A. franchise are sorry that they let go, that they may be better fits and that they may be the ones that they're after. Uh, Caruso uh, has a very reasonable salary in terms of fitting into a larger system. Um, DeMar DeRozan's an expiring contract, so that's always helpful. Zach Levine is a big contract at big numbers for a long time, so it's just much more of a commitment. Um, they made that commitment to Russell Westbrook and then quickly got out of it, so it's possible that you don't have to, you know, be dyed, dyed in the wool there, but it is a different conversation. So mm -hmm. when you look at what the Lakers need, and by the way, they have lost three straight since the in-season tournament. Um, LeBron talked about the whole team being fatigued uh, the other day. So like, that's a factor. What do you think they need to get them over the hump? Because they're definitely playing really well, but they're probably not in that absolute favorite top, top elite tier yet in the NBA. Well, uh, it's obvious that they need that third piece. We spoke on this earlier in the year. Yep. Um, they just need that, that that third option to, to help them, you know, close games, get over the humps. It may be nice where LeBron isn't, you know, 
at the top of his game, or it may be nice when yeah. AD is struggling. So you always need that third yeah. option to, you know, kind of get you over that hump. But uh, yeah. if I'm the Lakers and I'm looking in on this on this Bull team and the assets that they have that could potentially, you know, improve my team, which is the Lakers. Right. Um, the number one trade target, in my opinion, mm-hmm. should be Caruso. And uh, obviously there's a, a history with Caruso. It's a chemistry with yeah. Caruso. Uh, he was a part of that championship Lakers team, uh, bubble team. Um, so yeah. obviously there's a history. They have chemistry. It, it's obvious. It, it works. So, uh, right. But uh, it has to be a combination of the – it has to be a combination of Caruso DeRozan or Caruso Levine in order for this right. Lakers team to improve, in my opinion. I was going to say, money-wise, Caruso uh, well, and DeMar kind of package better together. Right. I agree with that, yeah. too. But uh, in yeah. my opinion, I believe the Caruso-DeRozan package mm-hmm. fits this Lakers team a bit better. Um, I think DeMar has the mindset to fit in with this team to to have yeah. championship you know, uh, goals. Uh, not to take anything away from Levine, I just – when it comes to fitting next to LeBron, it's a certain type of player it has to be. And I just don't feel like at this point in Levine's career, he's at that point. So uh, I would lean more towards the package of, you know, DeMar and Caruso. And I think, you know, that could really help this Lakers team get over the hump and, you know, be in the conversation as being a championship caliber team. So um, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like that's the perfect combination to help this team right now. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Yeah, I lean toward that, too. I think that gets you a little bit more on both ends. Um, th- those guys will fit in. And Alex Caruso, you know, just being living here in L.A. and being around that locker room when he was here, um, you know, they love that guy. LeBron loves that guy. Right. And that don't discount how big a deal that is. And, you know, I just think that that bringing him back will just sort of give a little peace of mind to some of the guys in that locker room who like playing with him. And DeMar, uh, I believe he's an L.A. native. Uh, One of the producers can jump in if I'm wrong, but I think he's from L.A. So, you know, kind of like Kawhi. Right. Just like Kawhi and Paul George and Russ and Harden have all said that, like, they're going to play differently because they're playing at home and they want to stay at home. (laughs) They don't want this team not Mm -hmm. to the Clippers team not to work because then they're going to break them up. And who knows where they'll go? They they like being here with their families. Um, Damar, I know, has gone through. Um, you know, some struggles and, and stuff where being near his family has been really important to him. So I think that he will play to stay if he <laughs> if he is here. And you obviously have the, the op- out on him over the summer where his contract's expiring. If it doesn't work out, you can wash your hands of it. And if it does work out, you've got a longer term piece. So I, I like that combo, too. I think you're right on target. But man, those Zach Levine rumors, you cannot shut people up. There is so much chatter around that. So we'll see what happens. The Lakers don't always make the right trade. So we'll see if they if they do that there. Um, Boogie, last week, we talked about the fact that the Pistons, they don't need to go on a winning streak. 
They don't need to become world beaters. They don't need to be contenders. You know what they need, Boogie? They need one win. They need one win. <laughs> Get a win, gentlemen. Just one win. And apparently the folks at DraftKings heard me because they have put up a bet on the website that is amazing. When will the Pistons win a game? So you can have odds on this 24-game losing streak. The record, by the way, belongs to the 2010 Cavs. That's the year that LeBron, of course, left for Miami. They had a 26-game losing streak. So the Pistons are catching up there. Just two more games, boys. Um, (laughs) Which game do you think they will break the streak? I'm going to read you the odds of the opponents, and that's, you know, what you can judge. So first they play the Jazz. That's plus 100. Uh, Then they play the Nets. That's plus 475. Uh, then they play the Nets again, and that's plus 500. And then they play the Raptors, plus 700. So obviously, DraftKings is looking at it's more likely they'll break the streak earlier, possibly in their next game against the Jazz. But I don't know, man. I feel like this team could really go for that record <laughs> the way things are going. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go against the grain. I believe they – We'll win a game. And I think it'll be against one of the next team. It's it's, it's hard okay. it's against one of the next game or matchups. Right. And the reason I say that, it's hard to beat it. It's hard to lose to a team right. twice and it's hard to beat a team twice. So yeah. um, I think they'll get lucky and get one of the next games. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. This this is their goal this season. They, they want to <laughs> lose as many games as they can. They want to tank. I, they want to get a good pick. They want to keep building their, their young roster up. It's obvious, but um, their goal isn't to win games this season. So um, I mean, but I do believe one, they could win a game, game, Boogie. It would not change their lottery status. <laughs> they could win a game, even San Antonio, which is clearly—you I mean, um, never know—not prioritizing know. <laughs> winning. <laughs> like they win a game here and there, one game, one. I, I'm with you. I think the net, one of the Nets games is good. All right, so put your money where your mouth is. Uh, plus 475 for the first Nets game, plus 500 for the second Nets game. Not a huge difference, but which one do you think they would break it? First game or second game? Uh, I'm going to go with the second. I'm going to go with the second. Right. I think that's most likely. <laughs> one game. Just one. And then we'll stay off you for the next 24 games, apparently. But, like, one. One Come game. Come on, Leave right. these boys the one. <laughs> Do it, baby. All right. Um, we do have the Christmas games coming up. Um, I am wearing my sparkly shirt, so we do have to talk about them. We um, won't be having a podcast next Monday because it is Christmas. We're going to all be with our families. I hope you all out there are going to be with yours. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Everyone who celebrates everything. Merry, happy everything. Um, but I want to talk about these games because we do have a great slate. So real quick, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you who you have in these games. And you can tell me if you just have a pick or if you have a pick for a reason or anything like that they're opening up with bucks Knicks, so a little bit of a they've had some good playoff battles like what do you see with the bucks Knicks game i see the bucks winning this game yeah i don't it's not a soul on the floor that can guard Giannis. it's not a soul on the floor that can guard dang I, yeah the bucks clear this easily easily yeah uh, the, the Knicks just applied for a disabled player exception on Mitchell Robinson, which means he is out for the rest of the year. And little things like that, little pieces, you know, I mean, not that he's little, but like role player pieces, I think really are affecting the Knicks a little bit. So I'm with you. I'm with you for Bucks. Uh, let's talk about Warriors Nuggets. Uh, definitely two different teams <laughs> these days. But uh, it's always a good matchup. I think they went to overtime last time they played, um, mm-hmm. or at least one of the times this season. What do you see there? Uh, I'm gonna lean with the Nuggets on this one. With their, you know, they're missing the key piece in Draymond with, you know, the 
the suspension yeah. or whatever they have going on with him. So uh, with them missing their, their defensive anchor, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the Nuggets. I don't see anybody being able to stop or slow down the big fella in Jokic. So I'm leaning towards the Nuggets. I have to agree with you, although it pains me because Steph Curry on Christmas Day has put on such a show so many years in a row. We saw just the other night in that overtime game. He's He's got it. He's still got it, no question, at that top level. Um, so I, I, it's sad for me to go against Steph Curry on Christmas, but I got to agree with you with Draymond out. I think this is the Nuggets game to win here. Uh, Celtics-Lakers. Huge rivalry game. They haven't played on Christmas in a while, but I think it's been like a dozen years or something, uh, maybe even a little longer. So who do you take, Lakers-Celtics? That's in L.A. Ooh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to lean with the Lakers on this one. Honestly, uh, I think LeBron comes out, puts on the show on Christmas Day. Um, mm-hmm. He's done it time and time again. Uh I think AD also comes out has a big game. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lakers. I think I think the Lakers pulls this one out. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if someone can tell Jason Tatum to stop trying so many threes. If that conversation has before <laughs> happens before the Christmas Day game, I might go Celtics. <laughs> if it happens after the Christmas Day game, I might go Lakers. Um, you know, I look Tatum is a rock star, not just a star, just yes. a superstar. Um, you know, he's leading the best team in the Eastern Conference. You know, there it seems silly to pick at or complain about his game. But he's in the top five of guys who shoot the most three-pointers in the league, and yet he's shooting under 30%. And, like, I just think, I don't know, maybe he's just trying to shoot and shoot until he gets there. Maybe it's just a way to stretch the defense. But um, if I had to pick at anything with the Celtics right now, it would be a little bit of that. I still think they need a little more frontline help, and that's where the Lakers in this game can really try to exploit that. Um, so could be a different matchup after the trade deadline than before. It's a home game for the Lakers. I kind of – same thing as Steph. Like, I, I really – if it's a toss-up, I can't go against LeBron on Christmas Day. So I'm with you. Exactly. with you. It's begrudging, though, because the Celtics are so good. So good. So All right. Good. Uh, we got a little Joel Embiid versus Jimmy Butler friendship bowl going on. The Sixers play the Heat down in Miami. Um, you know, these two guys are so close uh, still after playing with each other, but they always have great battles on the court. You know, further evidence that the casual fans who say, oh, why are they all friends? Because they, they don't really compete against each other, which is bullshit. Um, right. I think they compete harder against each other for bragging rights. And I expect that on Christmas Day. Who do you think is going to win? I'm going to roll with the Sixers on this one. Um, the big fella, Embiid, has been on an absolute tear. Uh, he, he's showing that he's the most dominant force in this league. He's unguardable. It's not a scheme, a defense, or a matchup that can slow him down or stop him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll carry over to Christmas Day. I, I just – his dominance is at all-time high right now, and I don't see anybody getting in his way. So I'm, I'm going to lean with the Sixers. And then, obviously, with – Tyrese Maxey complimented those big performances. I mean, he had 51 the other night. Yeah. Tyrese had 35. That's that's a tough duo. So uh, I'm leaning with the circuit. Yeah, you would think that Tyrese Maxey would be one of the top five players under 25. I'm just saying. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I, I mean, I just. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I know. It's Zion, tough. Zion, I mean, look, it's Zion's very good. It's always a tough good. conversation. It's always I know, a tough but conversation. who's. Always. 
Who's in or out? All right, I'm with you on the Sixers. I think Joel Embiid is the freight train that will not be stopped. So I think do I do think it'll be a spirited, fun game though with with those two guys on the court playing against each other. And we got to talk Mavs Suns because that's a capper on the evening. Um, obviously, those two teams have been going in very different directions right now. But Kevin Durant has been playing exceptionally. What, what are, who are you taking there? I'm leaning with KD. Uh, another guy that we've seen time and time again, you know, put up big games on Christmas Day. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't expect anything less on this next one. So uh, I'm going to lean with Katie and the Suns. You know, they're still struggling with, you know, figuring out their health and rotations and things of that matter. But uh, you just can't deny the talent and the, and the combo of players they have on their team. Um, when they do find their rhythm, they're a scary team. And we all know that. We're just waiting till that yeah. day happens. But um, this Sun team is – is just loaded. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning with the signs on this one as well. All right. I'm making a pick that is not necessarily what I think is going to happen in the game, but just because I want to be able to make the pick. I'm going to go with the Mavs because I think they have not gotten enough respect for what they are doing this season. I mean, they've been hovering around the number three spot. I mean, it goes up and down depending on what day you mm-hmm. check the standings. But um, nobody thought that was going to happen. In fact, they got a lot of criticism after this summer about they didn't do enough trading. You know, first of all, the criticism was they traded away too much for Kyrie. Then it was they didn't do enough to restock the team over the summer. You know, Luca has gotten sort of, you know, there's definitely been increasing criticism from all corners about his arguing with the refs and all this other stuff. And like, they've blown the doors off a bunch of really, really good teams. Luca is playing exceptionally. You know, Kyrie, when he's healthy, has been a great compliment and a team guy and has done all the things they've asked him to do. I had a conversation with Jason Kidd about Kyrie and, and they just say he's been perfect in their locker room and their organization. So it's nice to see him sorting that part of his life out and, and really just being able to be a basketball player. So I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to beat the Suns on Christmas day and it depends on who plays on the Suns and, you know, Beal's out, I think, but Booker, I think, will be in for that game. So, I, you know, I think you may be right, but I'm still going to pick the Mavs because <laughs> I think they should get more credit, Boogie Cousins. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, we just mentioned a lot of guys who uh, are elite scorers, right? So who scores the mm-hmm. biggest point total on Christmas Day? Biggest point. You got Steph, you got Luca, you got KD, you got LeBron, you've got AD, you've got Joel Embiid, you've got Jason Tatum, Giannis. You go with Embiid. I kind of got to agree. I got to got to agree with you. I mean, he's he's been a show every night. Yeah, I, I think Embiid. Uh, like I said earlier, he's the dominance that he's displaying nightly, um, regardless of the situation that happened with this team early on. Um, the guy is focused, he's locked in. This is probably some of the best ball we've seen him play in his mm-hmm. young career so far. Uh, I just don't see anybody being able to match up with him or slow him down. So uh, I think another big performance is coming from Embiid on, on Christmas day. So I'm, I'm gonna lean with Embiid. I'm with you. I think that's a safe pick. I mean, look, any of those guys could pop off, so. It's a little bit of a crapshoot, but I, I give you, if you're going to make a prediction, I get that one. Um, assists are a harder thing to predict, but of all those, you know, great talented guards we've got playing, who do you think is going to rack up the most assists in these games? Talented guards. I'm going to go with the big fella, Jokic. 
And it's kind of and it's kind of funny. I remember um, a couple of years back when the whole small ball thing was coming into play, and um, yep. you know they had a big they had a big thing about you know Draymond being a center in the NBA. Yeah, I'm now waiting for them to talk about how Jokic is a point guard in the league now. Like it's yes. a positionless league. It's, it's no positions. Yep. It's no you know no label on what a player is now. Well, let's yep. let's push Jokic as a point guard now because. He's literally one of the or the best passer in the league. So uh, he ignites the offense on a nightly basis. The offense runs through him. Like the whole system is built around this one guy. So uh, you know, let's let's see if they start pushing the narrative of, of Jokic being a point guard now. No, I like that. And by the way, I think that's the conversation we're going to have with Wemby in a couple years, right? I mean, he's obviously just still finding his legs, but he brings that ball down the floor like a guard. And I, yeah. I think that. I think that's only going to emphasize, you know, the versatility of all of these players, but particularly the big men and what they can do. We talked about this last week, like the last three finalists for MVP, big men, right? Like I just, I think that the tide has turned a little bit again in the league. Um, you know, it's still incredible guard play, incredible, but it's a little more balanced now than it was yes, at one point. So there right. we go. All right, we got to go doom scroll here. This is what we find around social media. We do the scrolling, so you won't have to. And uh, one of one of the best followers on Twitter, Jason Concepcion, if you're not following him, you should be, um, tweeted this. Every NBA team should be allowed to choose one all-time franchise great. Uh, he said like in foundation. But I love the idea of this. So you would put one all-time franchise great on the current team. So you got to think a little bit about who would fit in with them, but also who would you want, right? And so we're going to go with the – I'm going to ask you about the Lakers, the Magic, and the Thunder Supersonics combination, right? Because they've okay. all got players and names that's a harder choice. So let's talk about the Lakers first. You could pick one Lakers franchise all-time great to put on this team. Who would you put? Bean, come on, man. We we know the answer to that. Bean, you put Bean on this team with AD and LeBron. I I don't think they lose a game. Like honestly, uh, <laughs> we talk about the <laughs> we talk about the Lakers needing a third piece, a guy to get them over the hump. I mean, right? Bean is the spirit, right? So uh, no, he would be the first piece. I'm Kobe sorry. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but Kobe on the Lakers, sure. look, you can debate whether LeBron or Kobe is a better player, and I know a lot of people feel LeBron is, and I, I think that argument absolutely has merit. But on a Lakers team, you know that's Kobe's team. <laughs> Kobe for so. sure. Absolutely. I agree with that. <laughs> Is there, you know, I kind of toyed with Magic Johnson for this just because, like, he would fit in with those guys so well that are currently on that team, mm -hmm. right? Just a floor fit mm -hmm. kind of thing. But you're right. You got to go Kobe. I mean, there's no other answer. So got to. <laughs> let's, move, let's move on to the Magic because, you know, young NBA fans don't realize this, but they used to have a loaded team year after year after year. So who would you pick on the Magic? to be the franchise all-time great that would go into Jason Concepcion's world here? Oh, so, you know, kind of looking at this Magic team, I, I know the, the one glaring issue is there, you know, shout out to my young fellow, Markel folks. Can't wait for you to get healthy mm -hmm. back on the floor, all those things. But uh, as far as this team, their need is a PG right now. So, uh, okay. I, my, my mind is telling me to go with Penny. But also, mm. the way this team gets up and down the floor, the speed that they play at, the tenacity that they play at, 
I got to go with Tracy McGrady. You put Tracy McGrady on this team, these guys are a tough team to beat. So, uh, Right? I want to say so Penny, but I got to go with Tracy. I got to go with Tracy and, and by the way, Shaquille O'Neal, Grant Hill, Dwight Howard? I'm going to go with Tracy. And I can't pick I'm Shaq because, that. like I said, this is a team that likes to run up and down. Shaq, at his yeah. time, was a half-court guy, things of that nature. So uh, I got to go with Tracy. I think he fits in perfectly with this team. He, He's obviously one of the greatest scorers to ever play the game. So you add him to this team, they're sick. That's a sick can, thing. So. Can you imagine Mac in today's league with scoring? Like Unfair. 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 Like, <laughs> he would just be so off the hook. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I think about that sometimes. I, like, dude. I would hate to be that big on the switch. Uh, seriously. Dude. Like, <laughs> so bonkers. All right, let's do let's do Thunder Sonics as a franchise since you know obviously if we're going back in history. Um and this is tough because they might have the best player they've ever had on the floor right now. You could argue that, right? Well actually sorry, he's still playing is what I should say. That was a big misstep. Oh, I didn't mean okay. that he's still playing for the Thunder. <laughs> okay. I just mean you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, let's just start that again. All right, we got to go th- Thunder Sonics. Uh, obviously, you know, we got to include the Sonics there with their history. And, you know, it's tough. One of the players you have to consider there is still playing in the NBA, KD. So, yes. but you've got you've got guys in that past, past uniform who are great. Won an NBA well, title. Well, mm-hmm. well, obviously, KD would be the, the most obvious pick. But uh, the fact that he is still playing. So, um hmm I'm going to go with guys that are, you know, retired and done playing. Right. Um, I think Sean Kemp will fit great next to, yeah. you know, Big Chet. Um, yep. They're also a team that likes to get up and down. They're, they're very, very versatile. Uh, you put an a- athletic force like that just dominating the paint and, and allowing right. Chet to be out, spread the floor, you know, play his guard forward type game. Um, I think that would be a great combination for that team. So I'm going to lean with Sean Kemp on that one. I think that's totally valid, and the correct answer is Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. By the way, can you imagine that? Like, just a forced trade off the Suns to the Thunder. Nope, sorry. You're going back. It's just that we don't make the rules. That's how it is. Um, shout out, Jason, for an excellent, excellent tweet there. Um, also, from NBA Communications, we've got a tweet from them saying the most viewed players on NBA social. So uh, you look at some of these guys. LeBron, obviously, right up there. Uh, Giannis is up there. You got a lot of Lakers up there. Um, who do you who do you see? Who do you think is the most viral NBA player right now? Does it have to be off of this list, or? Well, this is who they say like the gets the numbers, right? So Wembenyama's up there. Uh, the most viral NBA player in the league. Um, I'm I'm going off of this list. My my personal favorite or guy that I think mm-hmm. is just gonna take over completely is Anthony Edwards. Um. He has he has the personality, he has the charisma, he, he has a huge personality at that, and he has a big game to match up with that personality. Um, super talented guy. Uh, I got to go, with Anthony Edwards. I, I don't. I think he'll be eventually be the face of the NBA. Um, and like I said, he has all the you know the personality, characteristics, the charisma to go along with it. So uh, I think he'll carry the league off. Once these guys, you know, ride off in the sunset and uh, mm-hmm. be in a good place. So 
Anthony Edwards for sure. I mean, he just gets it. He's so funny on social, right? Like, he just knows exactly what to say. Um, he's been viral for other reasons recently, but we won't get into that. Um, I, I do. I do. I'm, I'm adding someone to this list, and I, I'm sure they did this, like, this season so far. And obviously, John Morant yeah. hadn't made a lot of highlights, you know, before this past week. But I'm going with John Morant. I know whenever I post something about John on my social, like, it blows up. Like, I just think with the way he dunks, the way he plays – uh, you know, that basket the other day was a perfect example. He he, he had a, a play in warm-ups. Like, he had a dunk in warm-ups that was ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I'm going, I'm putting him, I'm forcing him on the list. But, okay. yeah, I mean, look, the other guys up there, LeBron, Steph, KD, Wemby, like, there's, there's you know, there's a good list up there. And your pick is excellent. Like, I don't know. John Moran, I just think it's his world and we're going to be living in it for a while. Um, friend, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I know you got family coming in. I'm excited for you. Uh, we will not be in your inbox or whatever on uh, Monday because we will be eating popcorn and watching these games and hanging with the yes. fam. So everyone out there, happy holidays. And we will see you back right after the new year. we got a show coming on January 2nd, so you can mark your calendar for that. We will be on YouTube. We will be on wherever you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us. We need those five stars for us to push up in that algorithm we're new. We're young as a podcast. It's very, you know, we're tender. No, we're not. We're bully ball, but still um, <laughs> help us out. And we will see you after the holidays, but you have a great, great week. All right, Rich, you do the same. Appreciate you guys. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back, and this week we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.